Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez, at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Do you need a hand with video and YouTube content editing and production? Send some love to our newest sponsor, Vanzot Media, a freelance video editor and YouTube content creator that produces a wide variety of content such as audiobooks, audio dramas, podcasts, gaming videos, and interviews. Vanzot is passionate about entertainment and dedicated to helping others grow their name and brand. Check them out at facebook.com slash Media. That's V-A-N-Z-O-T Media. Facebook.com slash Media. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. Welcome to your weekend wrap-up. What's going on, Bill? It is the day after Christmas. It how is. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm feeling well-rested. Yeah? How was, how was Christmas? It was awesome. It was awesome. Good, yeah. good, good. How about yours? It was really good and relaxing. I, I yeah. like how we do Christmas because we always do like our family's Christmas, like with my family and her family. We do it usually like the weekend before mm. or or. A couple days before, we never usually do it on Christmas Day. So usually, our Christmas Day is you get up whenever the kids wake us up, which we usually tell them, "Don't wake us up before seven. Mm. You can get up and do your stockings whenever you want, but at seven they'll usually come and wake us up." Yeah. And then we do presents, and then usually cook breakfast, and it's usually a pretty uh, relaxing day after that. Just kind of yeah. chill day. The kids play with their presents, watch a Christmas movie. Yeah, made Christmas dinner last night. It was it was nice and chill. Yeah. I liked it. And sent me pics of your dinner. It looked really good. Yeah, I made uh, made it, roasted a chicken with it was wrapped in bacon and mm. it was pretty delicious. That poured, sounds Poured good. some beer over the top of it. Nice. Yeah, we um, you know, it was late night. We had our, our Christmas Eve service that went till like uh, eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. Then went home. Kids went to bed, and then you know Santa Claus came out so and did his thing. So I got to bed probably about. Three again, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of standard this week. And then uh, kids were up at uh, at seven, ready to go see what Santa brought, and that's good. Did that, and then yeah, and then I uh, we opened our presents, and then went to baking, and again, and I made a, a beef Wellington again, and nice. uh, 
Yeah, and uh, so we went over to my in-laws, and uh, everybody had to wear a mask, which oh, okay. was bizarre. And yeah. Each family had their own little dinner table. Oh, weird. So I was, yeah, I, I was kind of, I don't know, just kind of messing around and be like, does anybody need salt? <laughs> Anyone want salt? Yeah, you just know. chuck it at them. Yeah, just right. Throw it's... them in, <laughs> randomly in their direction. But my nephew, my nephew, he would, he only had had Beef Wellington one other time. It was in Vegas at Court and Ramsey's. Okay. And he said that that Beef Wellington didn't impress him, but he said he loved mine. And I'm like... Yeah, that's I need to open a restaurant. I yeah, I had seen somebody cuz you the first time I had your beef wellington was the most rare beef I'd ever yeah. eaten in my life and it was good yeah. and I liked it and since then I've been making my steaks like extra extra rare. Oh, I've yeah. always had pink in my steak. Right, but, yeah. But since then I'm like, you know, this is pretty good. Yeah. But um I saw somebody posted on Facebook they're like, "Oh, try beef wellington for the first time and it turned out perfect." And there was like no pink in it at yeah, all. It's right. just like, no, it yeah. didn't turn out perfect. <laughs> there's nothing there. You're missing a key element there. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you going to dip it all in if there's no blood running out of it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, a lot of people are afraid to go that rare. So yeah. they, they overcook it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not supposed to be like that. So, yeah. And I, I did my, despite Wisconsin's warnings, warnings from my dad and sister, I still bought raw beef and had raw beef on Christmas Your Eve. Your dad warned you against it? Yeah. Yeah, my dad, who was going to do it, but then after Wisconsin's a uh, health person came out and was like, don't do it, don't do it. He decided not to. I was going to say, didn't you get that from your dad? Yeah, I did. Huh. So, But he That's checked weird. it out, you know, and uh, and I said, no, nah, you know, if I'm going to go, it's going to go with a half pound of beef in my throat. You might as well. <laughs> I mean, you might as well be happy with exactly. a full stomach if exactly. you're going to go. I'm not going to let it scare me off. So Yeah, this is off topic from Christmas, but over Father's Day, we always go over to my in-laws and do steaks. and. Mm-hmm. I usually grill mine for my father-in-law mm-hmm. and make he likes his really rare too. And so we'll cook it really rare, but then he'll uh he'll put ketchup on it anyway. Oh. And he'll get like these really good steaks and like New York strip and stuff oh. and he'll put ketchup on that, it. That's that's I'll be like you're r- me. I was like <laughs> I I spent all this effort making you a good steak and you're dipping in ketchup. Yeah. He's like, "Well, what do you dip yours in?" I was like, "All this red shit yeah, here on exactly. the plate." Yeah, yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what the blood's for. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but uh, Trey doesn't like didn't like my steaks and and Jen's like, "Well, I'll get you some Heinz 57 sauce." I'm like, "What? No." No, no. And no, I no, said, no. "Are you are you sure he's mine?" <laughs> yeah. Heinz 57 or A1 is only good for um Shitty steaks. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> if exactly. you got to mask the flavor. Yeah, of if it. it's well done, you know, maybe yes, yeah. I would consider some kind of sauce. But otherwise, yeah, all natural, baby. Yeah, that's like ketchup for me. The only thing I put ketchup on is hot dogs because hot dogs taste like shit anyway. So you might as well put ketchup on it. Cut hot and mask dogs, that taste. Yeah. yeah, French fries for me. Yeah, uh, sometimes I'll do it on French yeah. fries. Uh, the only this is going to sound odd. The only fries I can do without ketchup are, are McDonald's. Ugh, I hate McDonald's because they're so fries. greasy and salty. It's like and gross. I, I I like them. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. Mm-mm. But then it's like, it, you know, I feel guilty afterwards. It's like you know I I picked the wrong person to go home with at the bar. You know I wake <laughs> yes, up and I'm like absolutely. What did I do? Oh well, oh one God. time you brought me McDonald's breakfast sandwiches. And I, I was know. Like, really, you went there? Thank, thanks for the gesture, but <laughs> McDonald's? And you were just like, I had a moment. I had a moment of weakness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't know how we got here from Christmas, but <laughs> I don't know. It was Merry a dark Christmas. Turn. I hope you all had a good Christmas. Yeah. I hope you all got to spend some time with your family or have a little little bit yeah. of normalcy. And, and I, I hopefully this week you're able to enjoy. Like I still look at it as Christmas until mm-hmm. New Year's. And I, I know like some people like our boss the other day, you know, Christmas Eve he comes in and I'm like, hey, Merry Christmas. And he's just like, it's not Christmas. Yeah, I, I talked about that in the bonus <laughs> episode. Oh, did you? Uh, I, that was like one of the first things. I was like, some people just suck the joy out of exactly. it. Exactly. For even being a religious guy, it's just like, how do yeah. you just suck the joy out of Christmas? Yeah. 
Yeah. So we just spent the rest of the day either like trying to annoy him to get him to send oh, us yeah. home early. So, right. Yeah. Which we, is most of the time for us. Exactly. So. That's kind of one of the highlights of our day. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I did read. Um, I, I was going to talk about it on the bonus, but I didn't get there. But I read some of the CDC guidelines for, for Christmas dinner. Oh, God. And it was like <laughs> saying if if you must meet in family, if like meet in groups, if like don't do it. But if you do do it, like don't do like the buffet style, like everyone brings something and everyone eats. It was like bring everyone bring their own food and oh, eat, only eat from your own food. It's like if I'm <laughs> cooking my own dinner, why would I like, for exactly. me? Like, why am I going to somebody else's <laughs> house? <laughs> Show up at someone's house and be like, well, this is ours. Well, Where's so yours? <laughs> somebody brought KFC. You brought Beef Wellington <laughs> yeah. for yourself, and you're just sitting there with your big old pan. <laughs> How, uh, how's that chicken choking down? <laughs> <laughs> but the person who brought the KFC is probably like, oh, this is the best Christmas dinner oh, yeah, I've right, ever yeah. had. This is gourmet right here. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> so, yeah, weekend wrap-up. Things in yeah. the news. Which, it's, it's funny to me, because a lot of the shit we talked about last week in the news Got completely reversed this week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, first, before we get into that stuff, and that include that's mostly talking about like the stimulus bill and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that, because that just got completely derailed, which right. by uh, the surprising people by by Republicans, right, right. by Trump primarily. But before yeah. we talk about that, um, Black Lives Matter had to make their their appearance for Christmas because, okay. I mean, we haven't talked about Black Lives Matter right. in at least. A week or two, so they they've been irrelevant for a little bit. Yeah, so they had to make their their face again, yeah. and so this article here is from Daily Wire. It says Black Lives Matters annual Black Christmas or Xmas is it Xmas or Christmas? Black Christmas um, or do I, they actually call it Black I, Xmas? It's probably Black Xmas. They protest against white capitalism and target Amazon this year. I'm interested to see. I haven't read this article. The title just caught <laughs> grabbed my attention, so I want to see where this is going. Yeah, it says. They're holding up signs that say, oh, better world is possible and tax the rich. It says, Black Lives Matter activists and allies descended on California seaside community of Marina del Rey over the weekend as part of the group's annual Black Xmas protest to disrupt white capitalism. This year, organizers targeted Amazon and its founder, Jeff Bezos, which I'm not a fan of Jeff Bezos. No, no. I think he... I don't know. I think he has a secret plot to take over every business and uh, yeah. in the world, and he's not like paying uh, any taxes. You know, he sits at the head of the the table with with Bill Gates and mm. and you know all those guys. Says they tar targeted him and the world's wealthy or the world's wealthiest person with a net worth of 182 billion dollars. That's great that you built something that big, but yeah, yeah no, it's awesome. What do you do with 182 billion dollars? Yeah. 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 The largest e-commerce company on the planet has benefited financially from the COVID-19 pandemic as cyber shopping soared throughout this year. Oh, I'm sure. Which, we've talked about this, and I think that's shitty, too, that all the local yeah. businesses shut down and Amazon is right. breaking in a fortune off this shit. Absolutely, yeah. And it's like, you know, I and he's the first guy that's going to bitch about capitalism, too, mm. you know? Oh, yeah. It says, on Saturday afternoon, demonstrators met at Yvonne Burke Park and marched down the street to a nearby shopping center while chanting, Jeff Bezos is a leech. That's why we're in these streets. That's that that's a good one. I haven't heard that one. It does kind of rhyme. Jeff Bezos is a leech. That's why we're in these streets. Okay. <laughs> but is Amazon anywhere around the shopping center that they're Pro no, that I they're protesting it. around? Because yeah. usually they're just a warehouse, like out on the outskirts say. of town somewhere. Yeah. No, so I, yeah. 
they're just trying to get they're trying to go to the most public place to get news coverage. That's all it is. It does say they, the procession ended in front of Amazon Books and Lockers Plus store. I didn't know there was an actual Amazon bookstore. Yeah. I've heard I mean there's like Barnes and Noble. I didn't know Amazon had their own like storefront though. Me neither. That kind of goes against them, though. That, I mean, yeah. isn't that their thing? Is there's no like storefronts because they so. save on overhead? It says provide secure pickup and free returns for items purchased through the online retailer. So it's hmm. like a drop off point. It sounds okay. like. It says a BLM coalition documented the protest on social media, disrupting white capitalism with at BLMLA. The group tweeted from the scene. The malls are still open because our elected officials care more about protecting capital than anything else. Spokesperson for the L.A. County Sheriff's Department told the Daily Wire that deputies were there to keep the peace and that demonstration ended without incident. Well, that's good, I guess. In what has become a yearly tradition, BLM relaunched its Black Xmas campaign over Thanksgiving weekend, calling for no spending with white corporations through New Year's Day. If you want to do that... Fantastic, right? I mean, but but why wouldn't you like, you know, maybe like advertise, you know, black businesses? Then I mean, it's just very negative. No, and it's (laughs) all it's doing is, yeah, like everyone says, bad public. There's no such thing as bad publicity. You're just saying Amazon over and over and over again. That's (laughs) exactly stuck in people's mind. You're not you're not promoting, like you said, the black businesses out there. Well, and that works in. I guess in California, where they're so strict on their shutdowns, you know, mm-hmm. but on other places, it's like, you know, yeah, the malls are open, but so are everything else. Yeah. So, says Dr. Melina Abdullah, the lead organizer of BLM Los Angeles and Black Christmas. I'm going to just say Black Christmas because yeah. it sounds stupid saying Black Xmas. Yeah. Has described Christmas time as a frenzy of consumerism that's rooted in white capitalism. She has blamed capitalism for abusive policing alleging America's economic system utilities, a violent racist police force to protect its quest for profit. I I don't I don't understand lumping together capitalism and the well, racist police force all in one. Well, I, it's it's part of um conflict theory. So it's a it's a sociology like like philosophy. Mm-hmm. That says that the the police force is very; they're only there to protect the the elites yeah. that are lifted up by the economy, and so that's that's what that is. Okay. So, but I agree with you. It, it's you know two different. Same I disagree with it. <laughs> no, I, I agree <laughs> absolutely. I th- I think I do. So I think um, capitalism is what makes this nation great. You absolutely. look at all the um, communist nations or. Ca- uh, socialist nations and not too many of them have yeah. succeeded maybe we're only looking at the bad examples but oh. there's so many bad examples out there. absolutely but but when you look at it i mean with capitalism like even the poorest in america is still part of the 10 percent richest in the entire world right. you know and that says a lot yeah that right, people right. in america don't see that yeah so well i think what was it uh gary who came on our show gary collins said right. that um, the poorest in our nation is in the top one percent. Oh, and top. that's probably it. I was we're, just we are one percenters in yeah, the world. Absolutely, the the poorest of us. I mean, even the yeah, even the poorest. I mean, typically have a cell phone. You know, have a house. You know, right. I mean, food stamps. You know, I mean, yeah, they're at least eating food. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Says in order to eliminate police violence and killing of our people at their hands, we must also target the economic systems that built it and rely on it. Um, it says, according to BLM's Black Christmas website, the concept is not a call to replace white capitalism, 
with black capitalism, but to engage in cooperative economics. Well, that's a difference from what some of the more radical Black Lives Matter protests were saying. Like, right. Remember we talked about that woman that's like, no, we're just going to tear down the system, mm-hmm. set one up that is like more black, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so th- this um, website's not calling to replace it completely with oh, black okay. capitalism. So maybe they've learned their lesson that like when you go full-blown radical like that, you start losing the message. That's probably true, yeah. I mean, that kind of became Which, the thing this last oh, year. Oh, absolutely, yeah, because they had everybody's support after mm-hmm. the George Floyd thing, and then that quickly quickly dropped off when they went to CHOP. Right. Chad? Chop, Chad? Chad? I don't even remember now. It's, yeah, it's irrelevant. That's how quickly news moves. Right. <laughs> says, um, cooperative... The, the Kwanzaa principle of Ujama, which I'm going to have to look into that, it says, which is a call to develop models that bring collective benefit. It promotes ideas like mutual aid organization and black co- cooperatives. Black Christmas Drive encourages allies to invest in black organizations that benefit our community and spend their money intentionally with black-owned businesses that provide vital services, mm-hmm. resources, jobs, and other community benefits. I'm fine with that. I'm fine, but... I don't think it's kind of like the the whole standards of movies, how we have to put like this amount of minorities and we have right. to put it's like, yeah, build good companies. Right. And people will come to them. Absolutely. Like I don't buy from a company just because it's owned by a white guy. Right. Yeah. I buy from a company that's good and convenient right. and does yeah. a good job. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not saying black companies don't do a good job, but it's like. Build good alternatives, yeah. and people will come to it. Yeah. Well, you know, I hope this isn't stereotypical, but Willie Ray's uh, barbecue shack out there, you know, it's just a little mm. shack. But, I mean, he makes really good food, mm. and, you know, he really hit a lot of popularity during the Draco when he was going around, you know, to helping, you know, neighborhoods with food and stuff. Right. And it's like, you know, there you go. And good, like we good said, quality. They, they should be spending their time and efforts like – Promoting and sponsoring the some of these good like yeah, alternatives, right? Yeah, instead of you know just coming out negative, saying you know don't you know these guys need to go down. Okay, right. well educate people, right? right? What what's some good companies? Yeah, what what should we? Because I we're all about local. Like oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I did do a lot of my Christmas shopping on Amazon mm-hmm. because it's I don't convenient. know. I I feel bad for doing it, but yeah. it's convenient. But I fully endorse local Absolutely. businesses and i would much rather shop at local businesses and i hope they don't like go by the wayside no with absolutely all this shit, so. yeah and well and unfortunately a lot of problems like for me a lot of things I, I i look for when i'm shopping are not things that local businesses sell right you right know? and so i have to you know go online and unfortunately amazon prime is the fastest ship you well know? we we're kind of in the same that we always shop for the odd things right like the yeah. weird things yeah and so it's not something that a, comp- a business would keep in stock. Right. Like, they can't just stock everything like Amazon can. Yeah. It's just a collective of, like, all the weird shit. And so that's yeah. why that's why I go to Amazon, because it's all a collective of the weird shit. Right, yeah, yeah. Or they know where to find it at. Like, so. my Christmas list this year included, I bought you a throwing axe. Yes, you did. That I bought nice. a People of Walmart coloring book for yes. you and our office assistant or office manager. <coughs> and let's see, what else did I buy on Amazon? It was just a bunch of weird shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it was the, this got me a squeezy dinosaur. A squeezy chain. dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting rubber chickens. Yes, I mean, yes. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, we are children at heart here. And so exactly. uh, when we shop for each other, it's got to be the yes, most bizarre stuff. Yep. Yeah, 
Now yeah. I like just scrolling through. Like you just type in weird holiday yeah. gift ideas and scroll through, and right, yeah. that's how I found that people of Walmart coloring. The, book. Yeah, which is awesome. Yes. So, <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, as I mentioned, um, the stimulus bill that we thought was pretty. Right. Definite last week, which yeah. I mentioned last week that I said to my wife that I'm not, I'm not having faith in anything until right. I have yeah, money a in check my in your account. Hand. Yeah, but um, almost like the next day, it got completely rerouted and yeah. and bulldozered by Donald Trump. Which, and I think I sent you a message that it's like, you know, I, I hope he vetoes this thing because <laughs> this thing is just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, let's let's pull up that original then before we get into why he or talk about trump vetoing it because trump vetoed it or said he was going to veto it because um it didn't give big enough stimulus checks right well but he also said that it gave it gave too much money to other countries and not enough to americans Mm -hmm. so so here is some of the stuff in that bill i'm gonna show this you have i have it in front of me right now yeah um share the screen so it says enjoy your little six hundred dollar check here we go again with the political class, effing the regular person, putting the public sector and their special interest ahead of us all with our money. <clears throat> so, number one, it says $300 million for migrant and refugee assistance. What does that have to do with stimulus? Right. Stimulating why, why is the economy. That, yeah, helping COVID. If you are for supporting refugee assistance, that's fine, but why does that go in this bill? Right. That's, and that's a lot of this stuff. Yeah. 10000 per person for student loan bailout. That, I guess you could call stimulus. Right. So you got 350 Ameri- th- 150 million Americans and then $10,000 a person for whoever went to yeah, college. So you're so. talking 100, a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't I, need to I do don't math. even know. Yeah, I can't even. $100 million to NASA because who knows why it says. So this is obviously biased against this right, bill, yeah. which rightfully so. 20 trillion. Billion. billion, 20 billion, so 100 million, sorry, to yeah. NASA. 20 billion to the USPS. <laughs> wow. Well, they, I guess they need all the help they can get. They do need, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, that was one of the things that Trump, before the election, was going to completely restructure and make more efficient, and mm-hmm. then he caught shit for it, which, you know, that was kind of bad timing. It's yeah, like you could have done it a couple years ago. Yeah. Why are you doing it in the election year? Well, he was just trying to discredit them for oh, the mail-in sure. votes. Yeah. Uh, 300 million to the endowment for the arts. Which Trump actually had cut funding for in an executive order, like his first year, mm-hmm. because he's like, we don't really need to give money to the endowment of arts, and liberals right. slammed him for it, yeah. saying, "Well, we're going to be uncultured cavemen." Says three hundred million to the endowment for the humanities. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, Fifteen million. <laughs> so three hundred million for the endowment right, of the yeah, arts. Priorities. F- Fifteen million for veterans' employment training. <laughs> and priorities. Which that could be constituted as stimulating the economy because that I, gets no, I agree. veterans I, out working. And I think that's a good thing, right yeah. there. Yeah. And but 15 million, really? Right, yeah. How many veterans are out there? And 15 million? Yeah. That's that's measly. 435 million for mental health support. That could be a good thing. It could be a good COVID, thing, yeah. but how does that stimulate the economy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 30. Trillion? Bi- billion? Billion. 30 billion Jeez. for the Department of Ed- Education Stabilization Fund because it'll keep people employed. <laughs> wow. And and did we talk about that last week? How yeah. um, they were like, well, uh, because all this virtual classrooms, like schools are losing money. Right. But how are they losing money? Right. The only way they could possibly be losing money is from um, dorm fees. Right. And from like 
fast food joints on campus. Yeah, right. Because well, the rest of it, you think they'd be saving on overhead, like we uh, talked last week. And I'm curious if that goes towards <laughs> private schools. I don't know. Or public schools. It doesn't say specifically yeah, it here. So. Two hundred million to safe schools emergency response to violence program. Again, that doesn't stimulate the economy. And, and there's no school shootings going on when everybody's online. That's, <laughs> that's true. Unless you piss off some mom. <laughs> Three hundred million to public broadcasting. We don't have to talk about that again. Right. Like, Which and again, that was cut back by Trump yes. with the executive order. Five hundred million to museums and libraries. Which are closed. Yeah. In Which, most places. Which I like museums, and I'm. I, I guess if you keep them, if if all the museums go out of business because of this shit, right. that sucks. But still, seven hundred twenty million to Social Security Administration, but only two hundred million is to help people for, with Social Security. The rest of that is for the Social Security Administration costs. <laughs> wow, twenty five million for cleaning supplies for the Capitol building. <laughs> Holy crap! Are you serious? Yes. Seven point five million for the Smithsonian. Thirty-five for million additional salaries. Yes, uh, salaries, not to keep it open, but yeah. for salaries. Thirty-five million to the JFK Center. Twenty-five million for additional salaries for the House of Representatives. Wow! So a raise. They're getting a raise out of this. They, wow! I mean, twenty-five million. How many House members are there? Um, like four hundred and seventy or something like You're that. You're talking about still a hefty raise. Yeah. Twenty-five million for or three billion billion to upgrade IT in at Virginia the VA, at the VA at the VA yeah three hundred which that that'll speed things but why up. isn't that VA isn't that why should, isn't that defense spending yeah like I said what does that have to do with sti- right. stimulation three hundred fifteen million for state diplomatic di- programs or department diplomatic programs that's um, let's see disaster assistance Peace Corps Howard University. Specifically, just the Howard University. Um, Senate expenses, essential air carriers. <laughs> um, Forty billion goes to take responsibility to Workers and Families Act. I don't even know what that That's is. That's PPP. Oh, okay. So one. So out of the whole thing, I mean, forty billion for the whole thing. Yeah, is for PPP. Wow. One billion for airline <laughs> recycle and save program. I don't even know what that is. Just recycling on airlines, I guess. <laughs> um, four hundred ninety-two billion to the railroad corporation Amtrak. Um, we talked about that list last week too. Yeah. More Amtrak. Five hundred twenty billion for grants to Amtrak. Um, Twenty-five billion for transit infrastructure, which is all for the the Green Deal. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Again, that would kind of stimulate the jobs, like infrastructure. They're saying that would b- bring jobs, build back better. Mm. Uh, maritime administration, salaries and expensive office of the inspector general. $5 million go to salaries and expense hmm. of the office of the inspector general. And $2.5 million to public and Indian housing. So how, how many Native Americans are there on you know that would need housing? They get two point five million, and they give five million to the salaries of the expense <laughs> office of inspector general. And then what was it for raises? Was it yeah. twenty five million yeah. for raises to right. the um, house house representatives? Yeah. So, so they're basically they're they're trying to build a a infrastructure for Biden to come in on is mm-hmm. what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. kind of like how TARP kind of lifted Obama up as Bush was going out. Right. That's what this sounds like. Is that they're trying to build something that Biden can slide into and run with. So. Like we said, Trump um, basically ripped that up. 
Yeah. And his main thing that he said was he's not signing anything unless it guarantees at least $2,000 in -hmm. stimulus checks for the people. And And so they're they're against this because Republicans are against this because that just raises the cost. Right. To me, I'm, I'm saying don't raise the cost. Cut out some of that right. other bullshit. Oh, yeah. cut, cut out all the other bullshit. And there was something I had seen. Oh, gosh. I should have pulled it up. But it was actually a list of what money is going to different countries. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was like uh, like 13 million um, 13 or 130 million was going to Egypt. For it, what? Exactly. Right. It was like 40 million going to Pakistan. I mean, it was just like and I'm sure it's stuff to, you know, maybe that was one of the contingencies of them befriending Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So be, be friends with Israel. Here's 130 yeah, million dollars. Add, add this into our stimulus bill here yeah. because uh, we need money. Yeah. Um, like like you said though, I I I'm all for supporting countries that need support, I guess. But yeah. shouldn't the focus be on us, especially when something's c- considered a stimulus package that's supposed to stimulate our own economy that yeah. has nothing to do with stimulating our economy? Yeah. And we had Trump come out and say. He wants to add this. So this article says Trump shreds COVID-19 relief package and urges con- Congress to increase the amount of stimulus checks. Um, it says uh, Trump, President Trump is calling Congress to revise the relief package and send him a new bill that would provide Americans $2,000 stimulus checks. Or else he says it will end up, it will be up to President-elect Joe Biden to pass a much-needed relief package in late January. So sounds like he's kind of conceded the election in that statement. <laughs> yeah, I believe he has. Um, it says Congress passed the latest stimulus bill on Monday. Massive $2.3 trillion package included a $1.4 trillion bill to keep the government open and approximately $900 billion in relief package. In a video released on Twitter Wednesday or Tuesday night, uh, Trump signaled he would not sign the relief package as he said the current bill is a disgrace, which we just looked at some of the stuff in it. Exactly. And this is 5,000 pages. You think it doesn't include more than what we just read off there? Right, yeah. He noted the bill is longer than 5,000 pages and claimed nobody in Congress has read it because of its length and complexity. He went on to note that, uh, that the government funding package provides billions of dollars to foreign aid. So this is um, his quote, it looks like. It says, the bill contains, this is what you were talking about, $85.5 million for assistance to Cambodia, Hundred thirty-four million to Burma, one point three billion for Egypt. Billion—that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, so and the off. Egyptian military, <laughs> right? Twenty-five million for democracy and gender programs in Pakistan. That's ridiculous. A joke. What does that even mean? Exactly. Five hundred five to Belize. I'm guessing million. Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. After listing a series of domestic funding priorities, Trump turned to the details of the relief package. Despite all of its wasteful spending and much more, the $900 billion package provides hardworking taxpayers with only $600 each in relief payments. He went on to claim that not enough money is given to individuals or small businesses. He continued, Congress found plenty of money for foreign countries, lobbyists, and special interests while sending the bare minimum to the American people who need it. I'm asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low 600 to 2,000 or 4,000 per couple. So is that what would that be per kid then too? Because for us, 600 dollars turns into what 2,400. Right. Yeah. I guess 4,000 is better than that. Are they talking about adding for kids too, 2,000 per kid, or 
That, I'm yeah. not sure what that looks like. I, I would think so. He warned that unless lawmakers did not send him a suitable bill, the next administration will have to deliver the relief package. Tulsi Gabbard, who is making a lot of noise right now. She is. I'm liking her. Voted against the bill. Wow. Oh, wow. As a Democrat. Wow. Like, she is going, like, since the Democrat Party completely gave her the shaft. Oh, they did. Yeah, in every way possible. Uh, we're losing you. Stop oh. touching your mic. Sorry. Okay. There we go. I'm back. Um, so she called it a representation of the screwed up priorities of Washington. That's yeah. crazy. She, so she's, I, I think she's my crush now. I want to know how long she's going to stick with the uh, Democratic um Right, yeah, like before tag. she got, goes straight independent. Yeah, because I, I don't it know. seems like she's crossing lines more more than anybody. She's, yeah. And I had seen somebody say, maybe it was you, I can't remember who, that said they'd like to see uh, oh, Tulsi yeah. and uh, what's uh, the uh, eye patch guy? Uh, Crenshaw, yeah. Yeah, a ticket in 2024. That'd yeah. be interesting. That would be. This bill dished out hundreds of billions of dollars going towards special interests, um, going towards the military-industrial com- complex, going towards foreign countries, Meanwhile, saying, here's what's left for you. You get 600 bucks. That's what Tulsi Gabbard said. <laughs> so, again, making noise, and I like it a lot. Yes. I am all for somebody on either side. Oh, yeah, the buck's the trend. Yeah, that, that makes as much noise as possible. Yeah. And people are coming out saying, oh, all these people just don't don't care about you. And here, like, I, I saw this picture here. Um, I'll see if I can find it now. Where'd it go? Hang on. I had it. All right. Well, there was a picture of all the people that, um, all the the senators that actually went against yeah, this. Yeah, I saw it. There were six of them. Yeah, Republican ones. And it was like Ted Cruz and Rand Paul and and people like that. And yeah. so it was just like these are the people that are are screwing you over. It's like no, these are the people yeah. that are calling out the bullshit say, yeah. of yeah. this package. Yeah. And they're the ones that pushed back against Trump's 2000 extra. Mostly because of yeah. all the other shit that we're right. paying for. Yeah, it's like cut the other shit out and then, you know, go with the 2000. Mm-hmm. So Keep it a true stimulus program. Right, right. One of that would be nice. Um, but Rand Paul came out and went on like a lengthy rant for Congress. I, I, I sent you that video. I don't mm-hmm. have it in front of me. But he was saying how um, even Republicans are all for this. He's like, yeah, we don't have like savings he's like we don't have savings to dip into we don't have Mm -hmm. funds to dip into he's like congress spent all that years ago decades ago he's like it's gone oh yeah we have nothing so you're just um proposing that we dip into tomorrow's like yeah emergency fund or next generation's emergency fund he's like even republicans he's like you guys are supposed to be against big big government and big spending and He's like, I, d- I don't know, notice the difference between either one of you anymore. Oh, yeah. And so Rand Paul came out and gave that. Whether you're for the stimulus check or against it, I think we can all say, like, down deep inside that paying for all, like, us funding all this other shit in the name of COVID relief package right. is bullshit. Absolutely, yeah. Like, whether you support, like, handouts bailouts, whatever, for, for small businesses and for mm-hmm. the people, all that other shit needs to go away. Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, as we saw or showed, you know, that, you know, stimulus is the last thing on their mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they don't give a shit about any of the Americans. It's about, again, giving money, making those payoffs, you know. Mm-hmm. And they can throw all that shit in a 5,000-page document, mm-hmm. have Trump or the Republicans turn it down, and then, yeah. or the Republicans p- can put all the shit that they want a special interest in yeah. 
and then Trump turns it down, absolutely. and then they can point fingers and be like, look, they, they just don't want to give you a oh, stimulus. Absolutely. They yeah. don't care about you. Yeah. It's like, no, and they they just don't believe in all this yeah. other shit we're paying and for. Even AOC came out, and she was slamming and being like, you know, it's a 5,000-page bill. There's no way anybody knows what's in it and stuff. And then and then the next day she came out and be like, but I think it's going to be really good for Americans. <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> talked her down. Somebody like, was like, hey, 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 shh, shh, shh. <laughs> this, this is good for us. This is good. So... Yeah, like I said, um, that bill that was so set in stone last week, right. like immediately turned into back into this yeah. in government dispute that we have no idea where this is going to go. Mm-hmm. There's no end in sight. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. Who knows? Like, yeah. I I don't think it's going to um, get anywhere at least before inauguration day. No, I don't think so. It'll it'll end up going to Biden, and Biden will end up passing it without a peep. Biden so. will, well, Biden will get in. They'll push against it. Biden will get in, and then they'll pass something like a 3.2 oh, yeah, trillion, like the original. Right, yeah. And it will be chocked full. Build back better stuff. Uh, yep, yep. All the infrastructure, yep. the Green New Deal stuff, all that stuff will be included yep. in it. And that's probably what they want. That's probably it. That's why Pelosi's all about like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, well, yeah, let's keep this going. We're good. Yep. Drag this out as long as possible. Again, Congress is the one job. Where they really don't have to do shit. Right. And they can still ask for raises from yeah, right. us, yeah. the and people that need the money. And again, you know, here the, the country has been, you know, teetering on shutdown for the last year, and they're giving themselves a $25 million raise. Right, right. It's like, really? I, I see, I, I see that we like propped up as best as possible the economy, the country through Christmas. Mm-hmm. I see a dark turn. No, big time. In, in the future, like, yeah. like bad. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't want to be it. pessimistic, but that's I. Well, and, and what's going to come back is they're going to just throw it back on Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, this is because of the Trump tax cuts he did. You know, mm-hmm. if, if he didn't do that, then we'd be in better shape. Or this is because of the stuff he did during COVID, and they're going to throw it on Trump. Yep. So. So here we are, we are a week away from 2021. And man, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a ride. I think you uh, call you've been calling it for months. I think it's yeah. gonna be a ride. I think I'm on board with you there. Yeah. So what else we got going on? And oh, More there was the defense. Stuff. Yeah, the defense spending. Yeah. Trump vetoed because that ar- article mentioned um, the two things. It was the relief package and then um, right. the uh, omnibus spending bill, whatever right, they yeah. called it. Yeah. And so the defending bill, yeah, was um, seven hundred three. Oh, and real quick on the spending bill and the omnibus. Now they're starting to throw out the the, the government's going to have to shut down on Tuesday if they don't pass something. Oh, that's so, their threat all the time. I know, but honestly, who gives a shit if the government closes shut down? down? Right. Yeah, please, please, you'll you won't screw anything up right. if you shut down. Right, It'll, it might run more efficiently. Right, we we can possibly make this work on our own. <laughs> exactly. I think my I think my brother might have talked about this on his podcast, so I, I'm stealing this from somebody, but. I like The Office. I watch it all the time. Mm. And there was a point when um, the boss at the time, not Michael Scott, this was after After Steve Carell left the show. Um, The boss at the time just decided to go on like this, just disappeared chasing this this girl of his dreams. And there was no boss there. And nobody told, like, the corporate office because they're like, we – Everything got done. They said they had like the most profitable uh, right. um, quarter the the two months that he was gone, and um, that it just functioned way better not oh, having yeah. that guy above him. And I, I I see that, 
if the government shuts down, maybe our country bounces back harder than ever because Absolutely. we don't have the idiot boss that's right. like telling us the idiot bosses, like right. thousands of idiot bosses telling yeah. us the wrong things to do. Absolutely. And things still I remember the last big shutdown that happened. And um, I don't remember when it was, but I remember, I mean, people picked up the slack. People 2013. 2013? Yeah, okay, I remember that. And and people picked up slack. Somebody showed up and was mowing the lawn, you know, in, in front of the Capitol building. You know, mm-hmm. people were going and cleaning up parks by themselves, you know, to make it look nice. And, and nobody said anything about it, you know. And it's people like... Were People were stopping and camping in the state parks yeah. and not paying anything right. like me because I'm like, <laughs> you're not doing your job. I'm not paying you. Well, I think and but I think like <coughs> Obama had, if I remember right, he had something thrown up over the Mount Rushmore saying you can't look at this because the parks are closed. <laughs> right. Like I a mean, giant tarp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow that's it cost more to, to cover it up because he didn't want people to right. see it. No, we're closed. This is Republicans fault. <laughs> that's fucking stupid. That's stupid shit. It's adolescent. So this one says Trump to. Div- defies Congress and vetoes the $740 billion defense spending bill. Yeah, because it was a bipartisan vote. Yeah, yeah, which seemingly the the relief package one is bipartisan, too. Right. It says Trump defied Congress vetoing the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA. It says uh, the Senate and House passed the $740 billion defense spending bill with veto-proof majorities, setting up a potential override fight. The House is set to reconvene for a vote on December 28th, with the Senate following on December 29th if the House vote is successful. It says Trump has previously pledged to veto the bill if Congress did not repeal the Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which grants liability protections for social media companies. I don't know what that has really to do with defense, though. Right, yeah. Trump also opposes legislation in the bill that proposes n- renaming 10 military installation uh, currently named after Confederate leaders. Right, that'd be like Fort Jackson or Fort Lee. Fort so we're, we're, we're paying to do that? <laughs> well, Can't they just, yeah. like, I don't know, just go... Like spray paint a new name on it without us paying for it, <laughs> right? Or it does, can't cost more than what a hundred bucks to change the sign. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> he says uh, the act fails even to make any meaningful changes to Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act, despite bipartisan calls for repealing that provision. Um, says my administration recognized the importance of the act to our national security. Wow. Unfortunately, the act fails to include critical national security measures, includes provisions that fail to respect our veterans and our military's history, and contradicts efforts for many administration to put America first in our national security and foreign policy actions. Sounds like he's just saying a lot of big words. Right, yeah. Just trying to get your attention. Yes. Uh, What if I throw in there uh, administration and national security and foreign policy all in the same sentence? Would that would that make me sound bigly enough? I I think so. (laughs) It would make you sound quite bigly. Then he says it's the it's a gift to China and Russia. I'm not really like how. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure either. Did he come out and say how, or is that just him throwing that out there? I think he just throwing it out there. Those are buzzwords. So here's some. Criticisms from the Democrats. Pelosi, our favorite person, says the president's veto of the National Defense Authorization Act is an act of staggering recklessness that harms our troops, endangers our security, and undermines the will of the bipartisan Congress. Next week, uh, December 28th, the House will take up the veto override with bipartisan support. Uh, Chuck Schumer says Donald Trump just vetoed to pay raise for 
vetoed a pay raise for our troops. And that's a nice headline. <laughs> yes, of Trump course. hates America. Yes, <laughs> Trump hates our troops. That's all he has to say. Uh, so we can de- uh, defend dead confeder- Confederate traitors. <laughs> Democrats will vote to override. Um, Adam Smith of Washington says, while president may not care about our service members and our families, oh, um, Congress still places immense value on their service. Says Republicans also took to Twitter to emphasize the importance of the NDAA. Jim Inhofe, Inhofe of Oklahoma says, I hope all my colleagues in Congress will join me in making sure our troops have the resources and equipment they need to defend the nation. Again, it's fine. It's well and good right, if right. you want to support that. Yeah. Take all the other bullshit out of there. Right. Because I'm sure it's chocked full of bullshit as well. Because that's everything that passes oh, yeah. through the Senate yeah. is. They always have to, you know, and—, and I think it was Independence Day. Do you remember that movie, the the aliens and stuff mm-hmm. with Jeff Goldblum? Yes, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. But uh, you know, the guy's like, um, "Well, you're the ones that you know charge like two million for a hammer." You know, <laughs> it's right. like that seems pretty accurate. Lindsey Graham says Congress should vote like he's in support of the president's call to repeal it. Uh, section two, as we talked about, we don't trust him. No, he's he's scummy. Yes, he Congress should vote to repeal Section two thirty as it requests as requested by President Donald Trump. I will not vote to override presidential veto unless effort is made to wind down Section 230. The big picture says the president signed an executive order in May to limit the powers of Section 230 but sought to repeal it completely through Congress. The defense bill also includes provisions that would increase pay for troops, strengthen anti-discrimination protections, allocate funding for countering China, and improve national cybersecurity now a top concern after a months-long cyber attack compromised government agencies and companies. I didn't even hear about that. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, it does have good things in it, but it has shit that probably needs to go away in it too, which yeah. I'm fine with the good stuff. Keep the bad stuff out of there. Right. Uh, I'm kind of curious <coughs> to see. Um, Section 230 is a piece of internet legislation uh, passed as part of Communication Decency Act of 1996. Um, Section 230 generally provides immunity for website publishers from third-party consent. So it's um, uh, what it is. It basically is protecting Facebook and Twitter from getting sued for censoring shit. Gotcha. <laughs> is is, is gotcha. what it's protecting them from, and that's why Trump wants to wants to move it, remove um, it. it. Further, it provides Good Samaritan protection from civil liability for protectors, operators of interactive computer services, and the removal of moderation of third-party material they deem obscene or offensive, even of constitutionality protected speech, as long as it is done in good faith. Yeah, so. So, basically, Facebook has always held that they are just a platform. Right. And nothing that's on the platform, Facebook, Twitter, all the social media, nothing on the platform really represents their right. their company. So they, they're protected against it. But then when you get Facebook that's choosing what they're putting, right. on, allowing on their right. platform, then um, some some officials are saying, well, now you're not just the right. platform. Now you're like the, mod- right. moderator. You're the gatekeeper. Yes, you're yeah. the moderator of what's allowed on there. So right. now you're more responsible for what goes on there if you're right. moderating what's on there. Well, and, you know, it wouldn't be so bad, except for then they start adding these these fact checkers, yes, right, which are supposed to be independent fact checkers, mm-hmm. but they're not independent fact checkers at all, and they're completely biased, and you know, and th- and they start censoring stuff for the most, for the dumbest reasons, right? You know, like who is the um oh um oh gosh, what's the name of the uh, congresswoman, um, 
that uh, oh gosh, she's African American, but she's Republican. Yeah, she, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways, she she was she sued Facebook because she had put something that uh, Biden is not president elect yet. Mm-hmm. It was like a week after the election, and Facebook took it down. Right. Said inaccurate. So she sued them. She won the case, and then they come back and say, "We apologize. This is not accurate. the The votes have not gone through. You know, he is not president elect yet. Mm-hmm. But you know, but that's the type of thing that you know they're fighting against. Right. Right. So understandable, but again, what that has to do with defense spending? No, I, I absolutely don't know. right. So finally, in the news, and this is interesting, and it just happened yesterday on Christmas. Yes, and not a lot of news out there just yet. No, no, we couldn't had a hard time finding anything about this. A camper van exploded in Nashville yesterday. Yes, on Christmas morning, um, and it says possible human remains are found. So. I don't think it didn't say anybody died. It said a few, like three or four, were injured. But right. the fact that there's human remains found sounds right. almost like suicide bombing. Right. Yeah. Or somebody was trying to hide a body. Yeah. Or that. <laughs> I mean, that would be a good reason to blow a van up, I guess. Right. Um, so this is from Al Jazeera. It says police say three people were hurt in the intentional blast early on Christmas morning. A camper van parked on a downtown street in uh, in Nashville exploded at dawn on Christmas. Moments. There's a kid screaming outside. Did you hear that? I do hear that. That yes. was scary, especially no, reading about a camper van. All of a sudden, <laughs> there's just like a deadly screaming. I'm sorry. This won't get edited out. I wish you guys could have heard that. <laughs> it was scary. Camper van exploded Christmas morning. Moments after recorded message emanating from the vehicle warned of a bomb. Friday's blast wounded three people, damaged several buildings, and caused widespread communication outage. That's weird that, that it caused weird. communication outage. That is, yeah. Took down police emergency systems and grounded holiday travel at Nashville Airport. Maybe mm. they maybe they it, did it, a blackout so f- of communications for the emergency responders. Well, it, it, yeah, it almost seems like, you know, um, what movie was that? Um, or a TV show, I think Justified, they would create an explosion to get the police's attention so they can go rob the bank, mm, that yeah. type of thing. So it makes you wonder, like, okay, w- so what happened in that span of time? Right. That what don't we know? Exactly. W- w- was this a distraction from something bigger? Right, yeah. Police called the blast an intentional act. Well, no kidding. If there's a <laughs> countdown coming from well, yeah, the van. And, and I think the van said, in 15 minutes, this is going to explode. Please clear the area. <laughs> yes, yeah. Cause, yeah, we had uh, another article with um, witnesses that... It was near their home, and right. they heard, yeah, it was like 14 minutes till explosion. <laughs> it's just like, Please uh, clear the area. we think this might be an intentional <laughs> act. It could be a, an accident, but we think it's intentional. And it says, found possible human remains near the site. That's interesting. Nashville Mayor John Cooper ordered a curfew imposed around the blast site uh, through the holiday weekend as FBI investigators comb the scene. Though police said they were aware of no further threats to Tennessee's state's most populous city. The blast came just moments after officers responded to reports of gunfire in the area and discovered the recreational vehicle parked outside an AT&T office tower. That's how communication got damaged Uh, Um, in downtown Nashville at about 6 a.m. local time. Not an accident. Yeah. Here are some photos of the damage. Man, it's pretty intense. It looks pretty rough. Yeah. 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 Is that a KFC? <laughs> Bastards. No, it just looks... Uh, it's oh, it was probably due to the Lifetime movie that came out. Oh, Someone's yeah. like, screw this <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, I talked on the bonus again. Um, they came out with their, their gaming system that had... That I saw, yeah, yeah. I think I sent that chicken. to you. Yep. Yeah, chicken warmer. I, possibilities are endless Freaking on this. Freaking KFC is everywhere. <laughs> I know, they're innovating. <laughs> 
Please hurt. Maybe maybe that was another <laughs> marketing ploy. They blew up a blew up a van full of chicken. <laughs> Man, that would smell delicious. <laughs> Police heard a recorded uh, voice warning that a bomb would detonate in 15 minutes. Um, the message, as captured in recording broadcast later by local television news station, said, this area must be evacuated now. So it sounds like they weren't trying to hurt anybody, no. but make make a scene, make, make right. disruption. Um, says, if you can hear this message, evacuate now. If you can hear this message, evacuate now. Officers quickly went door to door in nearby buildings to hustle people to safely and called for the police bomb squad, which was on its way to the scene when the vehicle blew up. Three people taken were taken to area hospitals for treatment and were in stable condition Friday evening. The Met, uh, Metro Nashville Police Department posted a photo of the motorhome on its Twitter feed and said the vehicle had arrived in the area at 1.22 a.m. So it's been there a while because hmm. it blew up that said, what, 6 a.m.? Yeah. So it sat there for like five hours, four right. and a half hours before it blew up. What, maybe it was uh, the break... Uh, Breaking Bad uh, yeah. <laughs> meth lab there you go. mobile home, and they were just cooking meth, and it blew up. <laughs> Drake, the police chief, just Drake. Just Drake. Was, is it the Drake? Uh, you know, the, everybody knows him. <laughs> um, said investigators at the scene later found tissue that believe could be remains, but um, we'll have to we'll have that examined and let you know at the time. So they found some tissue. Maybe it was some of the people that got injured in the blast, but who knows? Right. Yeah. You'd think they would know, because police were on the scene before it exploded. You'd right. think they'd know if somebody was actually in there. Right. But like you said, maybe there was a dead body stashed in there. Right. Couldn't say whether it potentially came from someone inside the vehicle. Authorities did not immediately say what the motives of the explosion could be. So a lot of we don't know is going mm -hmm. around. Not a lot of information, like we said, going around. This is crazy. We haven't seen any kind of terrorist act activity that we know of in, right. in years. Yeah, and again, because they didn't want to hurt anybody, it makes you think it's domestic. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, if it was like um, like an Afghani terrorist, like right. Al-Qaeda or something, they'd you'd want think a they'd maximum population. Right. So <coughs> sounds more like like Unabomber status where they're trying to send a message more right. than, or like you said, make a distraction right. more than like or hurt people. You can go really deep on conspiracy. It could have been the government themselves. Oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to get in the area for some reason. Mm -hmm. So, Well, you remember we talked about Bill Ayers and, and mm -hmm. that group, how at first they were trying to hurt people and then they morphed their right. ideology to like minimum casualty and just making a point, like right. yeah. causing like. Um, as much damage, but with minimum like right. casualties. Yeah. So it sounds similar to something like that, maybe. Yeah. So who so knows? Yeah, I'm sure the plot will thicken if if it doesn't just disappear. Maybe they'll right. find out it's something <laughs> that they don't want to get right, out yeah, and just be and like, no, nope. nope, yep. just an accident. Right. So um, maybe we'll have more information on on that for by the time we get to our main episode Wednesday, or maybe for next uh, weekend's wrap up. Yeah. We'll have a little bit more information on that because. They don't. They're not saying a lot. Besides, it was a mobile home. Right. There was a countdown timer that was telling people to evacuate. Yeah, and then it exploded, and there was apparently gunfire. They didn't say anything about the gunfire. Yeah, that was the first time I heard that. So that's bizarre. Yeah. So, what was there gunfire, or did somebody just want to get police 
attention over there right. by saying, hey, there's gunshots, and then that would pull the right. police in to notice. Maybe you sat there for five hours and like, shit, nobody is coming. <laughs> I know. I, I better call the police here. <laughs> how do we get people to notice this thing? Right. And so they called in gunshots. <laughs> that, yeah, it would not surprise me no, at all. No. So <laughs> well, we'll see where this goes. This is really interesting, especially – I don't think it's a coincidence that it happened Christmas morning either. No, not at all. That's usually yeah. a, a significant like right. symbol. Right. Yeah, well, that and, and you, that's probably going to be the, the time of day that's least – I mean, there's no work going on. People mm -hmm. aren't coming to work in Christmas morning, so that would yeah. reduce you know, the crowd even more. It was sitting near like an office building. It wasn't in right. like a uh, residential area, which right. there was a family that lived nearby that said they evacuated. But right. It doesn't sound like it was – it doesn't look like it was just, like, a really yeah. high resident area. Yeah. So, But, again, the fact that it was in front of an AT&T office, I don't think it's an accident mm -hmm. either. So no. There's no. a reason why. There is something here. Yeah. And we're going to dig into it and find out more for you um, in future episodes because this is – this is kind of scary to me. Yeah. I, I There's definitely more here than just a van blowing up. Yeah, so. right. Like, is this somebody trying to spark something because mm -hmm. they've been talking about sparking civil war for – right for a year now right um is this like somebody trying to set some kick something off there you mm -hmm. think if it was they would try to do more damage and not right. warn people about it like yeah i, I want to know what this is what is your message where's right. your manifesto right you know? yeah yeah usually these things they come with some kind of you know a little letter to the police mm -hmm. or fbi or something be like you know we are anonymous we've done this because of whatever you know right and maybe it they, they fucked up and blew up <laughs> their message, the message. <laughs> <laughs> which is possible <laughs> <laughs> but we are about out of time for this weekend's wrap-up. Um, who knows what's going to happen with the stimulus bill and the spending bill? Probably nothing. Yeah. It's probably just going to go back and forth. They're just going to yep. dangle that carrot in front of us for the that's next right, however long. And then, like I said, Biden will come in, and then he'll push the button on He's something even worse. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. Yeah. His will include like tax hikes, obviously, to oh, pay yeah. for it. Right. Um, and it'll just be uh, routed around yeah. Congress. Yeah. Greta Thunberg is his. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Shh. Don't, don't, don't even finish that sentence. No. Bad, bad bill. <laughs> well, we are going to get out of here. Um, check us out on all our social media. Get back here on Wednesday. All our social media is uh, at Break the Bell. So Facebook.com slash Break the Bell. Oh, Break the Bell Pod. Sorry. I don't even know my own oh. social media handle. What is Christmas done? Break the Bell Pod. So everything slash Break the Bell Pod. Everywhere that we are. Um, we have links of all that in the show notes. Uh, check out our sponsors and uh, all that stuff you heard at the beginning of the show. Um, give them some love and support because they love us and support us. And um, if you if you want to support us, uh, go to Patreon.com and uh, check that out. Patreon.com/slash/BreakTheBell. Um, consider supporting us with a, a low monthly fee. Get some a bunch of extra bonus content. Yeah, absolutely. We still got our store up. Um, Breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Uh, you can go buy T-shirts, mugs, all that fun, happy, yeah. capitalist, white capitalist shit. I guess. Yes. Otherwise, have have a good beginning of your week, end yeah, of absolutely. your week, whatever this and, is. And going into New Year's, so yeah. yeah, make make twenty the end of twenty twenty great. Go out <laughs> with a bang, like this Christmas bombing in Nashville. <laughs> okay, I did not say that. <laughs> as, as Nashville showed you, end twenty twenty with a bang. <laughs> we'll see you all on Wednesday for the main episode. Y'all have a great start of your week. Peace. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. 
A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast and Van Zot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.